0: Yeah, the problem. Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I am back with some of my favorites. These boys, I tell you what, we could sit and talk baseball all day. I can't wait to meet them in person this next year when I get out to Philadelphia. I got the pandemic crew, I got Oscar, I got Brett. We are going to play, let's play GM for a day. So, boys, are you guys ready for this? Are we going to have some fun? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to have some fun. I mean, you guys haven't done any signings in the offseason of any consequence. Chirp, chirp.
1: It's been quiet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so so let's get into it. So, Brett, we'll start with you first on question one, and then, Oscar, we'll go to question two on you. But, Brett, um, gains and losses so far this offseason, what do you think?
1: I mean, the gains are obviously way more than the losses. The only major losses that we have are Segura and Eflin. And we are, we kind of knew Segura was going Eflin. That was sort of up in the air. Um, you know, I like Eflin, but I, I think he'll benefit from a fresh, you know, a fresh start somewhere else. And I thought maybe Segura might be back, but, uh, after our uh, signing has been announced of day, you know, I, I, there's not room for Segura there now. Um, you know, he really his team in the city like our additions, you know, um, you know, obviously the big one, Trey Turner, you know, you know, obviously that big one he's done up for a lot of years, you know, we got Taiwan Walker too, and he's been down since 2015 to last year. So I'm, I'm hoping last year wasn't like an anomaly. I'm hoping that he's back to, you know, early 2015, um, Tajon Walker. Um, you know, then, you know, we got, we got some other guys coming up like, like just weird things like Nick cave. And, uh, was it, Morales and stuff. Uh, we signed a reliever last night, too. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but, um, you know, I, I just feel like our additions are way more than our losses at the moment.
0: Totally agree. Like, what even... do you think,
2: Oscar? Oh, definitely, man. Just to, to jump on what Brett said, um, they're, they're hitting the spots that, you know, that we needed to fill in the holes. And it, it's kind of weird because you could kind of feel it, like, even in, like, last season. Um like we we me, Brett, and you know, certain guys from the Fandemic, we have a good relationship with the Philadelphia Phillies, and one of them is John Middleton. And, you know, as as a fan, we're you know we're blessed to have our our owner of the team to come watch baseball with us and even talk baseball. And what I'm trying to get to is like you kind of felt even us having that conversation with John Middleton that they were already working on next year. And, you know, we were, you know, the the goal was always to go to the world series every year. So even if you ask me at the beginning of the season, what what is your prediction of the Phillies? I'm always going to say the world series, but, you know, I don't think they they were expecting this type of ride to the world series. Um, Mm. So to have those, those young guys, like, Boom, stock, all those guys that we call the daycare here to go get that experience and sink their teeth to the World Series and get that taste. Like we were talking off air, like I feel as though next season is going to be World Series Series or bus. Like our owner is opening his wallet. He has the right people in place to, you know, to do the chess pieces. Like in Dave Dombrowski, we have these – three signings, and I feel as though they're not even done yet I, I think they're going to continue um filling in these holes to make sure that we get back to this place because I I me and Brett we already we already know what red October is like we we dealt with this in 07 08 and so on so on and it died down um but this year to see like the whole world got to see Philadelphia and how, how loud we were, how supportive we were. Um, I, I want to go through those glory days again. I'm, I'm I'm fortunate that me and Brett, we were able to do it in 08. And I feel as though, like, man, we're going to do another run. Like, I, I would love to go on a, a, a decade of uh, good Phillies baseball.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I... Yeah. I, go ahead, Brett. I'm sorry.
1: So I kind of want to circle with that, what Oscar's saying. And, like, with the signings, like... So, if you go back and listen to the podcast we did, I compared this team a lot to the '93 Phillies. There was a lot about the senior remind me of the '93 Phillies, which to this day is still one of my favorite teams. I lived through that Red right October. I was a senior in high school, man. I was all ready mm-hmm. to go, man. I'm still not over that loss, but we'll talk about that a different day. But <laughs> you know, when the season ended, you know, when we when we when the season ended in November, I said, "Man, did we just witness a '93 Phillies?" Like. Is it going to be another 14 years for the playoffs? And I was like, no, this team's different. This is something mm-hmm. new and different. I mean, we have people in position, and through our conversations with people in the Phillies organization that we know, we knew that there's a commitment to win and there's a commitment to what we're doing. Um, you know, and I'm in a place now, and I know Oscar is too, and, you know, we have complete trust in what Dombrowski's doing. You know, he's not even our GM. Sam Fold's actually our GM, he's our president of baseball operations. So, I mean, I I have complete um, faith in what's going on. And I I see, you know, more dominance coming in, you know, in the coming years. I got my red October glass here that I, you know, I I drink. I just kind of grabbed it and (laughs) I'll be. I just Uh had my cup of
2: coffee in that this morning, Brett.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, a different one. Hopefully, a different one. Or at least you want a different one. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: because you know, they weren't ready. Look, it says postseason 2022. They never made yeah. World Series ones or nothing. Like they, they did. They just put like real, like World Series. Yeah, like they yeah. weren't ready. But next year they, they, they will be. You know, it's World Series or bust. Like Oscar yeah. was. So hey, so, so,
0: would... so just oh, I'm
2: go sorry ahead, though.
0: No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go the,
2: ahead. Just just to go back on like the feel over here, man. Like everybody's still like we're proud of what these guys did, man. What, what a year, but we all want more. Like we, we were two, two wins away from the world series, but we're hungry over here. Like we're not, we're not happy with this. Listen, I, I enjoyed the ride as a fan It's great, but I can tell you all those guys in that clubhouse, like they're not satisfied with just this. And I say what I'm saying. So for to have those guys, the front office on board. And if you break it down, man, like, right now with the sign and the trade turn and John Middleton's invested like close to a billion dollars is it over it should be over a billion dollars like six guys one of them being the pitcher but you know Castellano, Swarber, Bryce, and Trey like they they want to win they want to win mm-hmm.
0: and you know what what's interesting fellas and I and I agree with what you're saying you know what's interesting is so I'm not a big fan of them releasing contract negotiations of players that didn't take deals, right? I, I kind of think that's a dirty thing to do because what you're doing is you're you're doing the player a disservice when they go to that opposing ballpark or whatever. But it was very clear that Trey wanted to come back to the East Coast, and he chose you guys because you guys have a dynamic to win. You guys, I mean, between... Uh, you know, and, and let's let's call a spade a spade, right? Between the Phillies, the Mets, the Braves, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Padres, I mean, everybody's racing for that that league championship and into the World Series. And you guys have that mentality. That's a winning atmosphere right now, and I I don't blame trade. Trey took forty two million dollars less to play for you guys, but for right on the table because yeah. he knew. I suspect he knew that the Padres are going to have a tough time signing Juan Soto again. Um, Rumor has it, and I I don't know this man, so I apologize if he listens to this podcast. Rumor has it that Tatis and Machado aren't awesome teammates to deal with. And Trey kind of had a little bit of that in L.A. where you had some personalities and things. He's coming back with Bryce. I think it's great for you guys. Like, I am... Go get yours, Trey. I appreciate the fact. I mean, I hate losing him, but he's in the prime of his career. The 11 years, I was kind of like, ooh. Ooh, Ooh. For a guy that's built with speed, I was like, ooh. How's this play out in six years? But Yeah, but with only
1: two throwovers and extra big bases, he's got to steal like 150 bases. You know
0: what I'm saying? But you guys have 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 a winning mentality out there, and I don't blame players for wanting to come to Philly. I mean, again, hey Bill. Go, it's real, real, go ahead.
2: Uh, I mean to cut you off, but it's even it's it's even happening in a ballpark right now. Listen, I know every ballpark is renovating right now, but the construction that's going on in, in Citizen Bank Park right now, man, like they took down our video board. They're adding this huge, huge video board. Um, I don't know if it's going to be like the biggest in uh, Major League Baseball or in the National League, but it's going to be one of the biggest. Um, Man, like, uh, Brett, you got to go down on the field. Like, I'm pretty sure they're selling like every square foot of grass, um, well, you know, for are. the World Series and all that. But like, you could just That's already right. feel like this offseason is right. gonna be like this, and we're gonna be talking about opening day in a blink of an eye. Yeah. It's 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 a wild ride, right now.
1: What you mean like this 2022 World Series third ornament I got?
0: There you go. There you go, right? <laughs> hey, they gotta pay for this billion dollars somehow. They're gonna just sell the dirt off, right?
2: Oh man, it's 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 nuts.
0: Somebody Listen, was I... telling
1: me he makes a deep run the playoffs. They make all their money back on like T-shirt sales and things like that. So that I always say, Trey Turner is gonna be our T-shirt sale uh, guy. You know, you know yeah. go make money on the table. I recently switched jobs and I took a bit of a little bit of a pay cut, and my other job actually offered me more money, but. I didn't like the environment I was in. You know what I'm saying? Like I obviously, you know, I'm not turning out forty-two million dollars, you know, more like forty two hundred dollars. But you know, <laughs> you know, like the fact of the matter is the environment I was in, I wanted to go to an environment that was um more um akin to what I was looking for within my industry. You yeah. know, and the guys, you know, they really did, like they really built up something. Like they put Caleb Scott back up on the charts. You know, he had like You went from like a couple hundred million to like a billion downloads of that uh, Dancing on My Own song just because they they played in the clubhouse and then they were playing it to the games and you'd hear it all over the place. And, you know, it's it's a fun place. And that's why I say with the 93 Phillies, if you ever listen to like Cruck and those guys, they still talk about all the fun times they had, all like the times where they stayed all night and basically slept at the stadium. You know, and I see a bit of it with these guys, you know, like they seem like they're together in a team. And, you know, people want to come here. They want to be a part of that. Trey Turner wants to be part of that. Um, Talion Walker, he posted the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air opening on his Twitter. You know, like he's already – he's all in too. You know, that was – Yeah, it's all in. Outstanding. love
0: it. So, Oscar, next question to you. I'm going to combine kind of two questions for you, and then, Brett, I'm going to go to you. You guys have kind yeah. of already dealt with this question, but so what holes are you still looking to fill And what are you trying to do in the winter meet? I mean, obviously you on paper, I told you this boys offline on paper, you're one of the best lineups, if not the best lineup, if everybody plays to their, to their potential. I mean, even guys like, uh, you know, Bryce, you know, stout, right. I mean, these guys are good. So Oscar, is there any holes you're still looking to fill? And then what are you trying to do in the winter meetings to fill those holes? Man, um, I, man, I'm.
2: It, it it would have to be pitching bullpen. You still got to attack that over there. I mean, we we lost we lost a couple players there. Um, man, it, it would it, would, it would have to be batting. I mean, to to get a bat too. Like, to, listen, this question is like, because the Phillies already it was day one of the winter meetings, they signed Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. They, they they went right out the bat. They got some arms on Walker and these guys. Like, they're already checking their spots, and that's why it's going back to, like, what I was saying before. We already felt that the Phillies were already looking into next season as we were in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. it, it it's always going to be um, pitching because – Listen, th- with the World Series, the the Astros kind of gave the Phillies the br- the blueprint to win. Is is pitching, um, and the num- my number one with all the sign is still I need some strong arms. That's what I need. This I need question would have been
0: great a week ago, but now that you guys have done what you've done, it's kind of a hard. Yeah, they question did it
2: to... so quick, like they did it so good. <laughs> they did it day one. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Exactly. Bro, what, same question. I mean, it's tough to ask, right? Because you guys have done – you guys have opened up your wallets and everything, and so what do you think? Is there any holes you're looking to fill, and then, you know, what are you looking yeah. to do wrestle rest of winter meeting?
1: I mean, you could ask me this question last week, this week, next week. It's it's pitching. You know, we've – um our bullpen has been – I haven't felt secure with that bullpen since, I don't know, Brad Lynch. You know, like it's it, it's rare when the bullpen door opens up and you're like, oh yeah, we got this, this is done. You know, it's even like, like I remember when Neris used to come in, it would be like, oh crap, Neris. and then he comes in for the Astros. All of a sudden, he's you know, he's out there. <laughs> Bruce Suter we got out his there. ring. Yeah, he got his ring. He did, and I you know, and I like Neris. I got to get him personally, man. But like you know, I see Neris give up some some bombs. You know, like I seen some the hardest balls of him. You know, so. For me, it's pitching. And I feel like in the end, we got gassed, you know, because we didn't have pitching. I'm still not 100% sure who our number five star is going to be. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, bring up Payne or bring up McCabe. I've seen them both pitch, and they're both fabulous. They're going to be awesome. But I don't know if they're ready. You don't want to bring them up and kind of like, you know, stump their growth with some bad starts and send them back and forth. You want to make sure it's like they do with Nolan. When he comes up, he's up. That's it. That's, you know, you're our guy. You're up until, you know, whatever. We're not going to be playing back and forth. You know, I saw who was the Mets on Quintana. You know, that's a pretty solid mm-hmm. team. And I would have taken a flyer on that. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good, you know. Uh, you know, So, starters and bullpen, um, as far as bats goes, I mean, you know, with Harper being out and Reese Hoskins being a defensive liability at times, you know, it would be nice if we could find somebody else to play first base slot Hoskins into the DH and get Harper back on outfield. But I don't even know if Harper's going to be in the field at all when he comes back, at least this upcoming season. I think they're going to treat him very carefully Mm -hmm. and they should.
0: They should. They should. Yep. I mean, and, and let's be honest, fellas, every team has four or five outfielders in triple A or double A that can come up and eat up some innings and, you know, hit two fifty for you with a couple of jacks. I mean, you guys can find those spots. I, as crazy as it is, and I and again this goes to your winning mentality right now, and I, this is hard because I think we're going to see you in the championship series next year, at least I hope, right? Yeah. I don't think you guys are going to miss a beat with Bryce being out until June or July. You guys got yeah. too much firepower. Nah, I don't think so either. There's too much. I mean, Duck Dynasty alone proved himself in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: We, we got this. We got this kid, Jalen Ortiz. Come up to the system. Mm-hmm. And I've i seen I've seen him hit some bombs like in Lakewood. He hit one not just out of you know, just not a home run, but it went up the grass section over the walkway and hit the sides. It would hit the stadium that it been about ten feet higher. And you know, that exit velocity, it was still going. You know, so I mean we bull. do have guys he hit but a free stake. They're not established. Oh, uh, I love <laughs> <laughs> He hit the bull, he got a free stake.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: And it was like for like some like around here everything's an
0: urgent care. It was for some urgent care. Dude, I, I love it. I is there any I mean, this is kind of a silly question to ask a week into this. I mean, you guys have done everything, but either is there any free agent out there that you would pay big dollars to at this point? I mean, most of these guys are locked up, JV's locked up. Did you do you guys see that Kinley Jansen went to the Red Sox? I did. I
1: like the fact oh, that Oh, like, whoa. And, yeah. and the Reds also got that um, that kid that that kid from Japan, that outfielder. I just saw that. before. Yeah, we... they did. Yeah, I was kind of interested in taking a little peek at him just to see what's what. I feel like we never get those players. I would like to get one of those players for once and kind of, you know, like. And he said he had interest. He said he was interested in coming to Philly. So I don't know. I guess I think he got like five years, ninety million or
0: something. Well, offline, I got to tell you guys about two two interesting things I just read. But is there any anybody that you guys would pay, now that you've done what you've done, is there any big free agent market guy out there that you'd really go after at this point?
2: Mm. Man, my two big were, like, uh, Turner and um, Bogarts, but then with with the Philly sign and trade Turner, that's the biggest fish right there, man. After that, it's like, ugh. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't have anybody. I mean, is Hendricks still out there? Is the White uh, Sox still... still out
0: there? So is Carlos Rendon. Yeah, would you chase that one? I would, would love Carlos to go after
2: that. I mean, so, yeah, ever... we were looking at that too because there's ties between Rondon and um and Turner, mm-hmm. uh, with their wives, like they know each other, or whatever. But um, yeah, I think Carlos was one.
1: Yeah, but I don't think we're going to go after him now. That we got Walker. Like to be honest, I think that was kind of like we and. But run, Rondon, he's another one. He's up and down. You never know. And with the way San Francisco has a way of rehabbing pitchers, you don't know if it's legitimate. Ray Surge with Pittsburgh, and I can't think of the guy who was out in San, uh, San Francisco. They just have a way with rehabbing these, like, sort of washed-up pitchers. And I don't want to be like, we had Charlie Morton. Like, he didn't do crap when we had him. He didn't even be – I would Charlie Morton pitch, like, three times, four times. Yeah, and he got injured. Yep. And, and, like, he never, like, you know, then he went, of course, and was Charlie Morton, other places. And I'm afraid I'm I'm afraid. Carlos Rendon's going to be like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they sign him, if they can get a favorable deal, I mean, I'll be I'll be happy about it. I'm not going to complain about it. But we can't go. I, I don't think the Phillies should spend a bunch of money on somebody like him.
0: No, I I agree with you guys. I mean, the uh, uh Rendon is one of those guys out there. Liam Hendricks is one of those guys out there. And these guys are all. What's driving me nuts is these guys are all signing way long-term deals right and and the Trey Turner thing again good for Trey but when he's 36 37 and he's six years into an 11-year deal is he still going to steal 50 bases is he still going to be like there are certain things that you look at and you go well we'll just offload his contract or or Aaron Judge right nine years I I don't know but some of these pitchers it's surprising me how long they're getting in some of these contracts. Right. And what they're, yeah. what they're getting. Right. And it surprised me by the way, too, that, that Kate Upton and JV went to, uh, to Queens. Yeah. So you'll get to see that guy some more.
1: Yeah. You know, the Mets, the, the Mets and the Rangers have a way of burying pitchers. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, we got the Grom going out to Texas to get buried and we got Verlander coming here. Cause I don't even remember. He had that thoracic injury about five years ago or so, and one of I, like I remember at the time reading about it that that's a tough one to fully recover from, and it's kind of like one of those ones like at any time it could pop off again. And, and at his age, you know, which may be why he only signed a two-year deal. They might, you know, been like, know, oh, man, you got that, you know, that injury. We don't want to um, commit, you know, a long term." Yeah, but there are a lot of good deals. But that's what's going to happen is. Ten years from now, you're gonna have like guys like Harper and Judge making league minimum because everybody's gonna be making twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's it's great. By the way, you boys, the first Philly cheesesteak when I get to the ballpark is on you, and I'll tell you why. You brought up Mm -hmm. a very painful memory for me, Brett. Somebody owes me twenty bucks because I put twenty bucks on the Phillies to win in '93 against uh, against the Blue Jays with a buddy of mine. I lost my 20 bucks. You guys are making it up in cheesesteaks when I get out there. (laughs) Donkeys.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got you when you come down. (laughs)
0: uh, When when Wild Thing gave up that home run, I'm like, dude, not again. And I worked with this buddy, right? This is how long ago it was. This is that Blockbuster video, right? (laughs) Wow. I'm a junior in high school. I wasn't a senior in high school, I was a junior in high school. I'm working at Blockbuster. And I'm on my break. I see it happen to my buddy, leaves customers in the store, comes back to the break room, and is like, dude, you owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking it out on somebody.
2: Hey, yeah. come on. I can't wait for you to come down, man.
0: I'm going to show yeah. you a good time. It's going to happen. You're coming to you- Dodgers, I'm guessing, right? Uh, no, actually, believe it or not, we're thinking about either April or early May where we're going to come out try to catch you Queens in the Bronx or you, uh, DC and Baltimore. I've already looked at the schedules. So it's not necessarily when the Dodgers are coming out. It's more when we can get to a couple stadiums. If you come
1: out at the right time, uh, we're doing a bus trip up the Yankee stadium. Uh, one of the first series of the season So you're going to have, it's pretty cheap. It's like 200 bucks, man. You get food, drink, bus ride, ticket to the game. It's always a good time. But, uh, Vince, our friend over at Philly Sports Trips, put it together. We're gonna to start promoting it soon. So, you know, if you yeah. want to uh, come out around that man, you can take the bus trip. You know,
0: let me send me the information, and I'll also post it on Pop Fan stuff. Um, and yeah. see if we can't get him a couple of guys. And let me know because I I loved it. like I told you guys stuff offline today. That's why I couldn't travel this last year. Um, yeah, but now I'll I'll be able to travel. So it's gonna be you know I can't wait to get out there, man. I trust me. Trust me, that series when you guys when the Dodgers were in Philly, I you have no idea how badly I wanted to be back there.
2: You, you have no idea. That <laughs> was that was a good series
0: too. It was it's April third. We'll come back, April third. Yep. Is the bus trip to New York?
1: Yeah, lower level outfit level lower level outfield two twenty five. Uh, April third. I'll send it to you.
0: Yeah, send, send me it. I'll, I'll be happy to promote it for him, and I'll tag him in and everything like that. Um, That's about the time that we're considering coming out there, by the way.
1: It'll work oh. out for you. You see a oh. Phillies game uh, in Yankee Stadium. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Nothing bad's going to ever happen there.
1: <laughs> you know, to yeah. be honest, we we go around to a lot of stadiums, and we rock our shit and everything. But, like, you know, like, if you're cool and respectful, like, you know, if you let them know, like, yeah, we're going to jab, but we ain't going to fight. Like the fans are usually receptive, and we've taken some losses. We you know, we get booed on the way out. We take it all friendly, but you know it's a lot of handshaking, mm-hmm. high five, and two. You know it's all in your head. You go in there like you know with a like you're going to kick everybody's ass out, too. Well, that's the way it's going to be.
0: Just don't take the captain with you because you may not. It may not all be handshakes and smiles.
2: Yeah. Nah, no, no, so, yo, so, no. So, real quick, Bill, uh, I was in. Uh, we we call it shitty field. But we over there watching the Phillies and Mets, and, you know, we're going at it with Mets fans back and forth.
0: Of course you are. And, then,
2: and, then, and then there was one Mets fan, and he wanted to take it to the next level. And I'm like, dude, just let's just watch the game, right? Yeah. All right. So at the end of the game, the Mets, they, they, they beat us. Um, I go down to the guy, and Captain's with me. And Captain's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, just relax. I got this. I will go up to the guy. If you give him a straight hug, man, that's it. <laughs> it's just a Philly fan and a Mets fan hugging right there. You know, we take we take our lickings and Captain's like, I can't believe you did that. It's actually on one of his films on YouTube, but you I know, love it. Listen, it's all it's all love, man. And listen, I haven't taken I, I didn't take a jab at no Mets fans yet. Yeah. So next yeah. season when we when we see them, then then we can then we can talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, trust me. You guys I can't wait until we do the predictions podcast, and you boys will be on that like we did last time with 16 or 17 people. But I can't wait until we talk to the National League East because I suspect if on paper, I suspect that either you, the Braves, or the Mets are going to win it and the other two wildcard teams are going to come out of your division. That's what I suspect is going to happen. I suspect the Padres are going to miss the playoffs (laughs) because of that. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, notice noticed those Brain fans kind of disappeared after they lost something. Oh, I've been tell
0: hearing me from
2: them but off. offline. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've been hearing <laughs> from them, but offline.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't want to be in first place the whole season and then get knocked all the way out. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, that, yeah. that, that getting your way in there and you know, like that's what you need to do. Like the Mets the Mets were there for so long and then they lost in the last few days. And that was the end of that, man. We were grinding right up. I remember being there they, they were playing in Houston. I remember being celebrating the the playoff victory. And then we only had like two more games and it was boom, right back to it.
0: Yep. That
2: guy shouldn't be allowed in New York City anymore, Brett. You hear me? Which the, one? Uh, Timmy Trumpets. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't be allowed. Hey, hey Bill, listen, ever since they brought that guy out on a regular season game. To play uh-huh. the trumpet for Diaz to come out, it was all downhill from there. That's all I got to say.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Hey. At
1: one point, they said, yo, we should bring Calum Scott to sing at the game. It was like, don't you fucking do that, man. You keep him at home. He can come hey, to the Brent. World
2: Series. <laughs> Yeah, Brent tweeted that. He said, don't bring him over here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay, boys. So, Captain Obvious question. Are you happy with what you guys have done in the offseason?
1: Yes. See you guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Cap- yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. Captain obvious question, right? I mean, you guys have done nothing but made your team better and made your team better for a lot of years, too. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be fun. And, and, you know, like I said, Bryce Harper, I don't think you guys miss a beat, even if he doesn't come back until the All-Star break. Which I read recently that he might be coming back mid to late June. So, take take as much time as he wants. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We'll see. See you in October, Bryce. You know,
1: you know, Bill. Though, like, like you said, like with the captain, obvious question. For years and years and years and years, Philly's had a culture of not getting players. You know, we see like you know, like the Dodgers, the Yankees, getting all these guys. Like, yo, man, why aren't we getting these guys? Like, we're a big market. Philadelphia is like the fourth, fifth biggest city. You know, in the country. And then Harper chose us. And it was just like, that opened it up. And that's why Harper always was my favorite guy. So it's like, of course we're happy to sign. We're finally getting to sign people. Usually it's like, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's Danny Tarnibal, Joy. You know, we're like, you know, hey, check it out. We got Freddy Garcia. Yeah, you know, like there wasn't really much to it. So for once, it's like, yeah, know, we're making moves. In the... And it's not like it was in 08, 09, and 10, and 11, where we were already good. This is guys are saying, yo, let's build together. Let's do this.
0: Yep. Yeah. And what's what's interesting to me, boys, too, is like in your case. So this just happened. I just did a podcast before years that airs tomorrow. Um, and it was with the Cardinals fan. And she had mentioned it's going to take a little bit of time to get used to Contreras as a as a Cardinal. Because for so many years they paid him as a Cub. Right. And so when Bryce comes over to the Phillies, it took a little bit of sweetening the pie a little bit, a little performance first. Because you guys were so used to hating him as as a national, mm. and so now he's wearing your jersey, and it, you know, it just takes a couple of minutes to get used to that. But you're right. Hey. I mean, hey, how Bill, many... all, all all you gotta do is win. Yeah, that's that's, that's true.
2: That's it, yo. If you win, and he throws out a couple guys at second, they're gonna love him. Yep. that's it.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know. You
2: know you know
1: what, though? I always liked Bryce Harper because I used to sit in the outfield where he was, and I remember this, this random Philly, Peter Borges he played for the Angels, too. Yeah. He would just throw the ball, not throw it to the kids or nothing. Like, he wouldn't even acknowledge the fans. Harper would, like, actually like gonna throw it to a Philly's kid and then throw it to an adult Nationals fan. And he was, like, trolling and stuff. Like, yo, this is so – like, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. I was like, yo, this is great heel work. Like, he's, like, getting the crowd going. He's getting the crowd into it. He's making the crowd dislike him even more by doing this crap. Kind of like what Joey Votto does. So when he chose us and came here, I was like, yo, this is the guy. This is it, man. We're on it.
2: Yep.
0: Yep. And I I hear you guys have a decent uh, football team out there this year, too. So, you know.
2: Hey, Bill, you know what's crazy about this whole thing? Because we're we're all on, like, a World Series uh, run, and
0: the Eagles are
2: undefeated, and – I couldn't even get – and listen, we're we're Philadelphia sports fans. We're not just Philly fans. It's just like that's our primary. That's who we love. We love the most, the Philly. But the Eagles are having the best season of Ever. franchise history, and I'm just starting to get in tune with them now because of the World Series run. Like it, yeah. it's, it's it's been so much fun in Philadelphia the last two months. It's been yeah. great. And it still feels good right now. So it, it, it's a great time to be a Philadelphia sportsman.
0: Listen, anytime your team makes the playoffs, unless – I mean, I remember when the Dodgers made the World Series – I'm sorry, the World Series. I remember when the Dodgers made it in 17. It hurt when we lost to the Astros, but there was that run where we felt really good about it. And then in 19, we found out how it all happened. And then it was like opening the wound all over again, right? And so that one was hard. But when, like you say, Oscar, when you have this run – it's just this random run that you didn't anticipate. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. did, but most didn't. And it was just fun to watch. And it's it's fun to see good big market teams and, you know, Americana teams, teams that, you know, Philly has history, right? And, you know, I love the fact that, you know, they play the Rocky music, at, you know, at Citizens Bank all the time. And it's just good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys enjoy and, and, that
2: run. And, yeah, and you know what, Bill? Um I throw one more story in there. Uh, um, me, me, and Brett, we we had the pleasure to ride on. So what they were doing over here in Philadelphia to celebrate was like a double decker bus. Okay. That um, you know, it rides around through all the um, the hot spots of the city, and then it would stop, and then it, it, fans would come and sign their name on the bus and everything. The fanatic is on it. You, you know. Um. Yeah, the uh, ball girls up there, and we I'm we went to yeah we went to the ballpark pretty early because there was a lot of like press stuff we had to do too in in the area, and we just happened to walk past the double decker bus because they were ready to go do their thing for the day, and one of the front office guys comes down, Mr. Michael Harris, uh, great guy. Um, he comes down is like, guys, you ready? Uh, you know, jump on the bus, and we're like, like what? He's like. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Jump on the bus. We're going to ride down Broad Street, which if you were to win a championship in Philadelphia, that's the route you take um, when when you celebrate with the city. Um, But me and and Brett, we we were on the bus with the Philly Fanatic, with Dave Dombrowski. I mean, the ball girls and we just stood in the back. And yeah, Milt Thompson, like, oh, man, uh, Mickey Morandini. And we're living the fans' dream, man. Like, and but the one thing what I'm trying to get to is like, you know, you see teams go to these uh to the championship and man, we get to see it takes everyone in the organization to win a World Series championship. It I'm talking down to the security guards, um the front office. Everyone. Everyone. And and how, you know, we get to see a little bit of the behind the scenes because we follow other people on Instagram. You know, they're the whole front office travel to Houston during the World Series as a team, like the right. way it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? But, you know, me and Brett, get to, we get to see that, man. And now I can see that it takes a whole organization. To win, to win the World Series or even to, to get to it man it, it was a blessing and I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for Brett to, to experience it uh, experience that to have a tight yeah, relationship that's... with the Philadelphia police is, is great am I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more grateful seriously
0: so not only does it take a whole organization but what I love but what you just told me Oscar was the fact that the organization has respect for the people that they know bring love and attention to the to the team. Like hands down. They didn't have to just down on the bus. But they did. Uh, Bill
2: Bill, I'm gonna say it right now. Um, John Middleton is the best owner in, in all the sports. And um and the Philadelphia organization as a team, man, is the top in baseball. And and, and, and everybody's gonna be able to witness this in the next, hopefully the next decade of the uh, this this great run of baseball we're about to do. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I love it, man. I, you know what, boys, I love talking baseball and I love hearing that stuff. Cause to me, to me, again, it's all about the respect for the fan, right? And it's all about the respect mm-hmm. you hear about these, um, these groups that don't respect the fans or, or give the fans a hard time or whatever. Right. Um, he didn't have to do that, but you guys had the time of your life. And like you just said, and Brett, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's something you're never going to forget. Right. Yeah. I, I
1: said it's a bucket list item. I didn't know it was on the list.
0: <laughs> exactly. I love it, man. I love it. I, I can't wait to tour around there with you guys and just check it out because there's so much to be seen. And, and again, you know, you guys are one of the marquee franchises in baseball. You guys are trying to repeat what you did by getting the series, but this time getting two more wins, right? Yeah. And, it's, you know, the sad part for you guys is you guys are going to get into the championship series and get swept by the Dodgers, but that's not a big deal. You'll deal with that.
2: <laughs> that's oh, <God>. another podcast. <laughs> that's, 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 that's 45 that's, years ago, man.
0: <laughs> that's another one. Well, fellas, I appreciate yeah. you being on tonight. Stick around for a second, but I appreciate you being on tonight. You guys are phenomenal. I love doing these things with you because I love hearing these stories. Uh, I appreciate you guys setting this up and taking time with me. I know that the Top Fan Rivalry followers love listening to your stories. They love um, you know things. I actually was getting, Thanks. believe it or not, I was getting Instagram DMs yesterday from people saying, "Have you talked to the Pandemic Crew after the Trey Turner sign? Have you talked to the Pandemic Crew? Have you done? like people reaching out to me? And I'm like, just go on Instagram and ask them how they're doing. You know, they're asking <laughs> hey, me how you guys hey. are doing. And I'm like, what am I, your press secretary? Hey, I'll do we it. We got but, the best right, okay. stop
2: in baseball, man. We're excited.
0: <laughs> no, I'll do it, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. So you know. Here's to Red October again. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the holiday season, boys. We'll get you on soon. Thanks for being on. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. You bet.